Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Live. Live. At least Live. I, at least I think. Give it up for my bookie. <laughs> my bookie. Why? AG. Why did I bet so wrong? Uh, at least you're not a stooge who took the Orioles last night like me. What a train wreck that. 0-0. No. Zero, zero. Did do nothing. No, I was on the Boston Red Sox last yeah. night. See? So you didn't bet wrong on that one. I went 4-2 and two last night. Uh, Major League nice. uh, Baseball picks. Uh, four and two, and you want a bad beat, man. I had the under of the Chicago Cub-Milwaukee Brewer game. That game was 2 nothing. then it was 2-2. Two, two. Went to extra innings, innings. and Here come the runs. They scored seven <laughs> runs. Hate that feeling. Or, sorry, five runs, and ended up, uh, yeah, it, uh, they ended up uh, winning 7-2. Nothing worse than having a team. That's, that's or the did thing they score they seven? Pooch. I don't even know. I think they got seven. I was about to smash the computer, actually, as it was <laughs> happening. So I sort of stopped watching once they... Once it got to, uh, once it got to seven two, I was so I, I tapped out at that point in time. But hey, listen, we've been down this road before, man. I remember it was last year the Milwaukee Brewers had a lead. I think it was at the All Star break. It was like four and a half games or something, and it lasted like four and a half days. Yeah, I remember. remember lost, lost, back, lost, lost, lost. Yeah, they got smoked. Because I remember right thinking, can Milwaukee hang on? They and, can't. Because th- that's what it was. The Chicago Cubs were like minus 400, and they were down by like five and a half games or something. Yeah, we took, considered taking Milwaukee. I was like, man, that's kind of crazy that they're, you know, that big of favorites. And then just like a domino effect. And there's something about the Cubs. They just always beat the Brewers. They're in their head, Gabe. They're in their head. So last night I was like, all right, I won't take the Brewers. I'll just take the under. And, man, it looked like a Good great pick. Yeah, it looked like a great pick. But, yeah, great pick was the Boston Red Sox last night, as I wondered why the Boston Red Sox were only minus well, 150. It was 0-0 in the 12th inning. The game was never in doubt. <laughs> the game was never in doubt. Listen, I gave uh, two uh, drafting uh, pitchers uh, last night. Both of them pitched shutouts. Well, Carrasco and uh, Stephen Wright. And Wright, yeah, the knuckleballer. That's right. Unfortunately, my hitter sucked, man. <laughs> it's hard to put the puzzle together. No, it's really it's really frustrating when you you know you pick two pitchers out of a full slate of baseball games. And Carrasco had like eleven Ks too, not just shutout. Like he got major strikeouts. Like we should turn the um, we should make the uh, the lineup block live just like a pitching show. Because I got to tell you, yeah. I'm pretty good at uh, isolating like pitchers. pitchers. Yep. But uh, the batters, no, nah, man, I'm like a 200 hitter. I'm like a skinny uh, Venezuelan shortstop, man. Slap ball. Yeah. Just muscle me out a single. You notice 
Remember, like years ago, that was acceptable. Well, that was Ichiro, Ichiro style. Just set, nah, set up there even, and slap it. And... Even less than that. Like, you used to be able to have, like, the dude that didn't speak English that played second base and shortstop. And it's like, yeah, he hits 204, man. But these guys really turn double plays and they play good defense. And, uh, and then that sort of went away. But if you notice with batting averages, a lot of guys have terrible batting averages this year, man. No, you said it. Like, like you... really bad, where you're shocked. You're like, really? Look, this guy's hitting 196. See Chris Davis's numbers? This guy's one of the highest paid guys in, in every category, 162nd, 158th. <laughs> like, like, honestly, Gabe, and the thing about him is not only does his average suck, he strikes out all the time, and that's a chain reaction for Baltimore. Like, I look at this Orioles team, yeah, and Manny Machado is like the only guy in the team. Like, like they're, they're a clown show. I didn't realize how bad this baseball team could be. They used to be a bad team that could win at home. Now they're, they're just now they're just awful. They're 19 and 47. You know yeah. what, though? I'm thinking the Baltimore Orioles, Cameron. They're going to trade everybody, obviously. Manny Machado's on the block. I mean, he's going to be done. Maybe Andrew Jones. Uh, You go down, no one's going to want Chris Davis. No, no, no. That's going to be a problem. It's going to be a big problem. He's expensive. But my point is, you know, they already suck, and they're going to trade everybody. I bet you they get better. It'll be one of these deals where everyone's going to be like, oh, now they're really going to be bad. Now they're really yeah. going to be bad. Then terrible. they start winning with, with uh, nobody. Yeah, That's the bunch, way it works. A bunch of no-names will start uh, winning a bit. But, yeah, it's amazing, man. Like, yeah, there are a lot of guys who are shredding it. And, you know, there are dudes, you know, Gene Segarra's killing it. Crawford's been on a, on a streak. But for the most part, baseball, we've talked about this from a statistical standpoint, that um, more – more at-bats are ending in a home run or a strikeout yep. or a walk. Like, there's less balls in play than there's ever been before. You know, basically, pitchers all throw heat. They're all trying to strike you out. Pitchers only, uh, uh, pitchers are throwing heat. Batters only give a crap about uh, hitting home runs, Cam, because that's how you get paid. Exactly. Long ball. Hey, you no, know, you, you said it. It's absolutely right. There's, I've never seen strikeouts at a higher rate. Guys don't, guys don't do the fundamental things anymore, and that's the thing, though. They go, they're all or nothing. Like guys like Joey Gallo. Like I, t- I take him in my fantasy lineup all the time. You know when he steps up, he's going to hit a huge dinger or he's going to strike out. And there's so many guys like that in the league. They're great. Hey, when they're on fire for the DFS night, you make a lot of points, but uh, you get a lot of negatives, too. Look, Ryan Braun's hitting 249. Anthony Rizzo, so, two forty six, yeah, and these are these are good hitters. Even though Anthony Rizzo's starting to raise it up right now, Joey Votto, Joey Votto's uh, hitting three ten, consistent. Uh, He's hitter. awesome. We know what side of the uh, the trade war Joey Votto's on. <laughs> Screw Trudeau. <laughs> not my prime minister. There's a war place in hell for you, Trudeau. It's not my not my prime minister. minister. <laughs> All right, uh, big man on campus uh, will join us. So World Cup, we're going to do a World Cup uh, preview. preview show. Yeah, so, yeah, we're pretty much warning you right now. Um, if you don't like soccer, uh, then you should probably, uh, I don't know, no, no, turn, no. turn the computer no, off, turn the radio off. No, 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 keep yeah. it on, keep it on. No, no, I don't want them here. I'm encouraging them. <laughs> I'm telling them. I'm saying, please leave. <laughs> please, <laughs> sir, if you don't like yeah, soccer, if you don't like soccer, like, we're giving you a warning. Like, you know, <laughs> No, we're going to jump in on soccer, but even if you don't like soccer, lots of ways to bet it. Do you like to make money? Yes. And that's the thing. Even if you're not going to watch the soccer, I mean, it's like investing in a stock. Once you invest in a stock, it doesn't mean you go to the factory and hang out every day at the company you invested in. You can bet on the soccer. You don't have to watch it. <laughs> Sounds like fun, Marenzi. 
I want to go to the company. Well, if I invested in a stock, I would want to go and monitor yeah, yeah, yeah. these side of a Hey, how come this guy in the line's taking another break? The only thing shadier than uh, the horse racing industry is the stock industry. You tell you telling me, buddy. I remember I used to work at the, I used to work at a refinery, and I was like a summer student. I was pumping out barrels, and these goons came up to me afterwards in the these in the lunchroom, right? And they're like, "Hey, we like you, Cam. You know, you talk, you, you like sports." Where he goes, "Slow down, slow down." It's making us look union job. Slow down, less production. I'm like, okay, I just want to keep my job, guys. <laughs> tough business, tough business. So that's the reason you operate at a. Um Medium pace now yeah, for me- the rest of your medium, life. Yeah, medium, medium, medium pace. You've decided to slow down uh, just a little bit, Gabe. Ever since, <laughs> ever since they told you. Yeah, yeah. They say that's not a good move. Uh, too many barrels. Hey, that that makes us look bad because they have to improve. They like to take those long lunch breaks. So go to the strip club. Come back. Hey, what's going on? So you're saying how you how you're connecting this to the stock industry is that uh, companies' production aren't as good as they can be. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Or am I just saving you <laughs> and saving you and making this into a coherent point? Uh, we haven't oh, had yeah, any. Uh, yeah. We haven't had a lot of technical difficulties uh, as of yeah. late, uh, but it's been a bumpy, uh, bumpy start uh, here. Yeah, it's like that roller coaster that uh, spit me out there. Wow! We apologize. I might go to uh, Seoul Wi-Fi here. Seoul, you're going to go to make the switch? Well, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, don't I don't know what we, to do. That's well, listen, there's nothing we can do. I mean, we yeah. never really have any problems. Then suddenly, you know. There's problems. It's actually, yeah. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a skier skiing down, you know. Yeah, we're hitting all yeah, We're cutting all through the flags, and then we hit a patch yeah, yeah, of ice, and now we're into the wall. Yeah, sometimes there's <laughs> there's, there's black ice. Uh, oh, black ice is dangerous. Yeah, black ice, you can't see it. And then, man, yeah. you, you skid. That's a great point. We're seeing cyber ice. Like, we don't know where it's coming from. No, it's very, very it's, bizarre. It's, it's we're, like off, we're off and running. Bullets. We're ready to go. And uh, just a couple of hiccups. Nothing major, yeah. just a couple of hiccups. Uh, You're here. quick on the trigger, though, to get back on. Nice and quick. I don't know. As always, I blame Florio. So, you know, I'm not. Uh, you know, that's, that's basically where we're <laughs> that, at with this. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of shenanigans going on in, in the booth there or something. It's, you know, I don't know. We're, you know. I, nope. It's like, why? <laughs> why? Why did I bet so wrong? Oh, it sounded like you bet, bet pretty right last night. Yeah, whatever. Keep it up. We were four and two. But with baseball, it's hard to get ahead with the return on investment just because of the odds. Listen, we talked about the Boston Red Sox, and I didn't understand a number in that game. With Manny Machado being out, the Boston Red Sox ended up closing at, uh, like, minus 145. Huge team in that movement. I know. They were actually – the game was like a pick the night before. Um, so, I didn't understand that number. And then, conversely, I also didn't get the Angels and the Mariners number. And we're going to have to go back one more time to the Mariners again tonight. The Mariners are now um, – 18 and 5 in their last 23 baseball games. It's 18 and 5, man. These guys are on a a torrid pace. It, it seems like every day we talk about Nelson Cruz, it's like, well, he can't continue this, right? He's not going to hit another home run today, but, but he, he does. can. He does. Ever since Robinson Robinson Cano has been out, Nelson Cruz has just been like terrorizing opposing pitchers, going deep repeatedly. Um they hit, they hit three home runs last night in the first couple innings in a baseball game. They get production from, from like, just, you know, sort Everybody. of role players. Yeah. And tonight it's uh, Mike Leak time. And I tell you, I didn't take Mike Leak 
Uh, we'll get to DFS um, time later, but I didn't take Mike Leak, but I'm starting to think maybe I should have, and it's hard not to like the Mariners again tonight. Yeah, the only guy you got to be scared of, and he's the, always the guy you're scared of when you're dealing with the Angels, is Mike Trout, Gabe. His numbers at Safeco, unbelievable stuff. 64 games at Safeco, 18 home runs, 329 average with a 672 slugging percentage. One angel that gets it done there. But you know what the problem is? He can't do it all himself. The rest of the guy's got to get on base for Trout to, to get him in. No, I, I, you don't want to step in front of Seattle right now. They're playing great baseball, and you said it. Just the way they formulate that team, I, I love it. It's old-school style. You get D. Gordon, you get on base, you manufacture runs, Everybody, everybody's hitting. Zanino can hit dingers up and down that lineup. You, they can beat you in so many ways. It's nice. Maybe this is the year. We've always see, seen Seattle always fall short, always gag. Maybe they can get it together, but they need pitching. So we're talking about um, the World Cup. Uh, big man on campus going to join us. Jeff Nadu will talk about the World Cup. We're going to run through each group, and uh, we're going to put together some winning parlays uh, right now. We're going to take that Golden State Warrior money. Roll it over. And roll it over onto some uh, what we think is pretty safe World uh, Cup parlays in which, listen, it's the World Cup, and there are so many different ways that you can approach and bet on the World Cup. And, you know, a lot of times, listen, we're going to get involved in the games and we're going to end up with way too much money on some, you know, Peru versus Denmark game or something like that at some point in time at 10 in the morning. <laughs> it's going to happen, obviously. It's going to happen. Uh, but I think the way to approach the World Cup really is in futures. And you and I have talked about this, Cam. You and I have both we both left a lot of money on the table over the years in the futures market sure. by being too impatient and then saying, well, I'll just approach it game by game. And I think the World Cup, while we'll sprinkle on the games, I think the real money is there to be made in these future bets as far as uh, which team will advance out of each uh, group. So, of, uh, of course, there's four, uh, four teams in a group. Yep. It's a round robin. Two teams advance. Two teams advance. Two go home. Two go home. Some of those, I was looking at some of the groups, man. So that one group H, that's a tough one. Now, there are a couple. That's what I was going to talk to Big Man about because that one's really tight. When you look at the odds for those teams, anybody can get through. But some are locks. You talk about it. Like, there's certain teams like France and Germany. Well, we'll be, we'll be talking about every group, not just uh, group H. But feel free to ask them about group H. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that. Yeah, well, with Poland, Senegal, Colombia, no, and Japan, is. it's kind of like one of the, I looked at it the is odds. Tricky. It's one of the trickier ones. It is. That is that is one of the trickier ones. But there, there are a few teams in which... It would be an absolute monstrous upset of, like, epic proportions if they advanced. And those are the teams that will isolate and uh, bet not to qualify, such as uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is not qualified. Saudi Arabia Arabia is uh, probably the worst team in the entire tournament uh, coming into this. Uh, Uruguay is going to win this group. Now, Uruguay is minus 138 to win a group, and I think that's actually one of the better bets uh, to win a group in which I don't think the mainstream public realize just how good the uh, Uruguayans actually are. The second-ranked team in South America after Brazil uh, coming into this in qualifications, a, 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 an experienced uh, team that's had success in the past uh, before. I'm not saying they're going to win um, the um, I'm not saying they're going to win the World Cup, but I think they're going to win this group. They're definitely going to get out of the group and to qualify their minus 600. So. Do, you, do you have any concerns about the South American teams 
in the history of playing in Russia, like more taking more European clubs if you're having the, uh, trouble making the decision on team. A lot of them don't fare very well when yes. they go to Europe. Yes and no. They don't win, but it doesn't mean they're yeah. going to get eliminated in the first round. Yeah, exactly. Like Uruguay, minus 138 to win the group. Them and Russia should get through. You, you talked about it. Now, Russia, Saudi Arabia is 40-1 to 1 to win the group, and Egypt's plus 550. Yeah, but Russia, Russia way, 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 way overvalued. Like, Russia are no good. Like, Russia are not good. They're just not. Like, there's not even sort of a redeemable, well, maybe if they do this or if this guy, no. Like, they don't have anything. And they're being hyped due to the power of Putin. It's the yeah. Putin, it's Putin power. Putin power. It's, Pee-pee. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's Putin power, power play here, in which uh, people are just convinced uh, that uh, Putin's so powerful and that FIFA is so corrupt and that the soccer world is so corrupt that Russia will will advance because home teams generally have done well in the past. They do. It's but, in their backyard, but but they're not very good. What about Egypt? Egypt to, to qualify is uh, Egypt, plus one fifty. So you like them over Russia? Oh yes. Yes, yeah, so, and, and you're getting a Russia to. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I was going to ask you, Gabe, in Group B. I know we just went through Group A. You like Uruguay and maybe Egypt because you're not high on Russia. What about uh, Spain and Portugal? Look like they both are probably going to advance from Group B, don't you think? Oh, that yeah. one? Almost uh, certain it, locks. They can actually... Yeah, the, yeah. My, Portugal minus four fifty to advance, like Spain to advance sixteen minus sixteen hundred. So yeah, that would I don't know. You'd need a, a major catastrophe for them not to go through. Morocco and Iran just not of the same type of quality. I know Portuguese Joe's already got the Portuguese flag on the car. He's ready to rock. <laughs> Picked it up at the flea market. Well, of course, I've seen the Portuguese uh, <laughs> oh, flag. They're every, I saw a Portuguese car coming in here today. He, he had a car painted with the Portugal flag. I looked in, he had like a camera there. He had everything going, man. No, it's, he's, he's ready to rock. Yeah, the man, the, the Portuguese love their mini flags. They sure do. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they love mini flags. Hey, Cam, look at my flag. I was like, hey, looks good. One thing in the Portuguese, too, they, they'll jump on Brazil's bandwagon as well. 
if Portugal gets smoked, uh, I, saw, the- <laughs> I already I saw I saw a car yesterday actually with uh, Brazil and Portugal uh, flags. Half and half. Yeah, both. <laughs> Love that move. All right. Do we have a uh, big man on campus uh, ready to step up and in, in here? Uh, What's Jeff, up, guys? Talk hey, some, Jeff. Uh, some World Cup uh, soccer. What's going on, big man? Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing all yeah, we're uh, in there, Jeff. All right. I'm not going to lie to you. We're like, we're, a- through. we're like astronauts, man. They're in space or something like that. And the, sh- the, um, the voyage has gone pretty well. But today, like, we're bouncing into meteors and, like, I don't know what the hell's going on. We've had a couple of technical a, difficulties uh, so far today. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I, I listen all the time. I, I haven't heard many, but, hey, listen, hopefully the day gets better, folks, boys, you know? No, no, exactly. It's not. It's nothing meltdowns. It's just sort of little hiccups I hear that we realize uh, with uh, behind the scenes and stuff I get. But, hey, listen, you know, when, when, life. when you're live every damn day like we are. Things are going to happen. Yeah, sometimes some things are out of our sure. control. But, all right, so we're just going over the World Cup uh, right now. And we're trying to put together um, some parlays that are, you know, pretty much foolproof, ultra-safe parlays. So let's just jump into the groups uh, right now. And uh, this is one of the final times. It's the final time you'll you'll be able to uh, share your expertise, big man, and get people some winners on, on this network right now before uh, the Cup. So let's just start out with Group A, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt, and Uruguay. I, I think minus 138 is very good value for Uruguay to win this group. They are far superior to everybody else in this group. Cam was just asking about Russia, and I told him Russia really don't have anything positive going for them besides the fact that, the that team, people yeah. think that it's going to be rigged and Putin and FIFA and the home team is somehow going to be successful. But I'm not sure. I mean, we know that Saudi Arabia won't be coming out of this. But between Russia and Egypt, it's kind of a toss-up. I think there's probably more value with Egypt to come out of this than Russia, to be honest. But I think the safest bet, really, if we're playing Johnny Johnny safe. Safe parlays? Yes. Is Uruguay to get out of the group at minus 600, big man? What's your take on the group? Yeah, listen, I think you're totally right here, Gabe. I mean, here's here's where I'm a bit concerned with the whole collusion and Russia. Keep in mind, Gabe, this is the weakest group in this tournament. You and I have talked about that. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Egypt are, are nice stories, but they're not going to win this group. They're not going to beat Uruguay. Uh, and, and Russia's in the best group for them. Keep in mind also, Gabe, there are seven majority Muslim countries in this, 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 con- uh, this tournament. I don't know if you know. Ramadan ends on Friday, well, Thursday night or Friday, depends. How on earth do you get two different Islamic teams in your same group? So you're going to get them, um, many are, are not possibly fit, many are possibly fasting, many are young and probably haven't uh, dealt with the rigors of having to fast and play soccer at the same time. There's just a lot going on here that I think below uh, people aren't looking at. And, and I think in the first game, that could be a problem for the Saudis. I mean, honestly, that's something that has to be discussed with any of the Muslim teams you're going to get in the first few days of this tournament. As far as it's concerned, though, Uruguay will win. Russia is a team that right now is in a lot of strife. Their best strikers out of the tournament. Uh, they're very old in the back defensively. I just don't think uh, Russia is a very good side. And I'll make it clear to any listener out there, it, even if you like Russia, you're, you're getting undercut with the odds. They're, they're being touted as like on the same level as Portugal, and they're not that kind of team. They're just not. Uh, Russia's a poor side. Uruguay should roll in this division. Well, I like the Ramadan angle. 
It's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. Because a lot of people thought, of course, that uh, Russia somehow and Putin sort of uh, got um, uh, and Gabe. got. Got to uh, to the Spaniards before because they injured Mosala. But it's an interesting point that you raised that coincidentally they knew obviously Ramadan would be coming to an end that they have two teams that have been fasting. I was in a taxi the other day with a driver that was fasting. I was unaware of the time. Did you know? Did you guys know the times of the day that they they can't eat? Well, I went to I went to the Ramadan. I go to a Kabul markets to pick up my uh, groceries, and it was a half price for the Ramadan sale. So I went up to the guy. And I started <laughs> talking to him, and he told me it's at night. So that's why, like, I didn't realize why there was a hundred people in the store. Game. It was packed, but they were getting ready for the night. They can't eat from four a.m. Until uh, 9 p.m. Yeah, that's why it was packed. They were getting ready to eat. Now, I don't want to throw my taxi driver under the bus here, but... You think he ate and drank? No, but I got in the car, and he started talking to me about Ramadan and yeah. stuff. And um, I said, really, hey, so what's the deal? So I, I told him... Uh, <laughs> what's the deal? What's I, the deal? I said, so what's the deal with Ramadan anyways? So, <laughs> and I joked with him. I said, man, I said, I fasted all the time, man. I'm poor. And he yeah. started laughing and stuff. So I said, what do you guys got to do anyways? Like, what's what's you know what's the deal? What, yeah. what can't you eat? And uh, he goes, oh, we can't eat from uh, 4 a.m. until 9 p.m. Yeah. That's a long time. So we were in the taxi, and it was like 8.58. And a uh, nice guy busted out a couple of sandwiches. He's like, would you like one? You want one? Want one? I was like, no, no, no. But I uh, started crushing it at like 8.58. <laughs> And I thought to myself, big man, I was like, man, you just went from 4 a.m. Like, all the way. You could have just waited wait another two minutes. Wait two more minutes. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, something I think, that struck you know, me there. And it's important to mention that, obviously, this will happen around the world at various different times. Um, the, the festival of the breaking the fast, Eid al-Fatir, is basically the end of uh, Ramadan. And it signals that you can now eat and celebrate and everybody's happy. But it happens at the beginning of the day, right at the call to prayer. So, this shouldn't be, I'd imagine by the times these teams play, I'd, I'd imagine they'd be prepared for this and, and that kind of thing. But if you have a younger team, you have a team like Saudi Arabia that maybe isn't familiar with this level of competition at this time of the year, it could be a concern. And I think um, I think Vladimir Putin has thought all of that very, very well through uh, in the easiest group of the game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Group B. Portugal, Spain, Morocco. Yeah, they got Morocco and Iran and other couple countries there, too. It looks like sports, Portugal point. and Spain got a nice little draw, too. That's a good point. Portugal, Spain, Morocco, and Iran. So what is the, the safest bet in this group? Portugal to qualify minus 450. Spain to qualify minus 1,600, but that's just so high. Yeah. Um, and then you got Iran. I just don't see Iran qualifying, and I don't see Morocco qualifying either, to be honest. But if some you know miracle happened, big man, and Portugal fell apart somehow, or Spain somehow fell apart, wouldn't it be Morocco to slide in and not Iran? Like, wouldn't Iran not to advance be the safest bet in this group besides, let's say, Spain to advance at minus 1,600? I got to tell you, I think the safest bet for me would be that group forecast bet, Spain and Portugal first and second. Uh, I think you are right, though. If, if someone is to collapse, Morocco would be the team to jump in. Iran is a team that generally will struggle in this tournament because you can only defend for so long. Eventually, good teams are going to break down uh, that parking the bus defense. You have to be able to go forward 
and be able to match teams and score goals. I- Iran just can't do that. Morocco has some decent players, and I think out of the uh, the, the African nations, probably other than, than Egypt as far as northern Africa, I would probably say Morocco is, is probably the best. So, again, though, they're not on Spain or Portugal's level. I think the safest bet here would be group forecast, Spain first, Portugal second at plus 120. You don't have to lay odds there. I think it's pretty safe. All right, we're going to put Iran not to qualify in our parlay, though. Minus 900. So so, so far we have Uruguay at minus 600 to qualify Iran. with Iran at minus 900 not to qualify, and we'll keep that, on building. The only, the, the only thing is... We're not really getting anything no, back. No, it's, no, it's going to get there, Cam. Don't worry. I like it. But the thing is, it's gonna get there. we're leaving Portugal at minus 450 on the table. Like, we're laying minus 900 with Iran, big man. And let's be real. Portugal is. They're going to qualify. Yeah. That's right. You have to, if you're looking at big odd parlays, you have to kind of, you, you kind of, you got to, you know, you know, mess around with the odds a little bit to try to, you know, if you're going to lay big odds. Yeah, yeah, all right. Portuguese. Cam wants a reason, like, to cheer with his roommate, Portuguese Joe. Yeah, Portuguese, yeah, he's got Cam the flags on we, the cars. He's ready to rock, big man. You can say, all right, yeah, we got Portugal in our parlay. All right, Portugal to qualify. <laughs> All right. If they screw you, you can blame me and Joe. Group C, France, Australia, Peru, yeah, Peru, and Denmark. This is a tough group, man. France are clearly the, the class of this group. Yet, I got to tell you, man, the Aussies, you know, the, the Ruse, they're not going to be an easy out, these guys. Peru are good, and Denmark don't suck. This is a tough one. It is very tough. After France, who's getting through? Yeah, like I was thinking, all right, we bet Australia not to qualify at minus 600. But they could. I don't want to ruin a $500 parlay. With because you know Australia are tough dudes, man. Like they, they'll grind you, right? They'll play like those zero-zero type of games. They probably don't get through. But what do we do here? Do we just take France to win the group at minus 350? I, I think as far as that's concerned, I, I think that's the only safe, safe, safe bet you can make. It really seems like I, the safest I, bet, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm getting more and more interested in Purdue, Peru in this. I was going to say Purdue. Purdue. Uh, Purdue. 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 Uh, yes. Peru. Jeff, 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 Jeff Brom's got a great scheme for the Peruvians. <laughs> <laughs> no, Peru. I, I'm becoming more and more interested in this team, and I, I think if you're – kind of a soccer fan that maybe is just coming into the world cup you don't know a ton about peru they're a team i think you'd you'd want to root for i mean they've haven't been to the world cup in 36 years they're a pretty small nation and you look at as far as gauntlets to get here i mean i don't know if you get a tougher gauntlet to get here than they went through i mean you're going through argentina brazil chile uruguay i mean colombia all these very tough south american countries uruguay Uruguay finished second in that group like in that pool yeah. of wicked teams. No, I saw yeah. Peru's, good Peru's results have been fantastic. Like the last 13 and 14 games. They like, can score. And the, the thing is, big man, I, I got like Gabe like talked about it. Obviously, these guys aren't going to win. But I got them at 300 in my offshore down to 150. Maybe they can get out and do, do some damage. They seem like a nice pooch. But no, the they is, are. Denmark, and they a, Denmark are good too, though. They are, no, Denmark aren't a slouch. That division, that, that group's tough. That, Denmark. That, and that's, that, that's my concern here. This, this is a really tough group. I mean, Denmark with... Christian Eriksen is really good as well. It, it's tough. I mean, I, that's why for me, it wouldn't surprise me if, if Australia got in and, and, and somehow qualified. I mean, they are a team with some names. You know, Tim Cahill and Aaron Moy, they have a decent side. But it's a tough group other than France. It's going to be a real battle. I think Peru will find a way in, but it's not near a lock. Uh, they're my favorite to get through. But 
Um, I think the safe bet on this kind of level of what we're doing here for your parlay, I, I think France would be. France. Why, why do I feel like France, France is going to gag? No, why do I feel like France is going to be like major heart attacks to win this group even? Well, if I were you, if like I'm going to do something games. here, instead of, but instead of qualifying, I would just do to win the group, Group C. Minus win 350. And you're, yeah, well, instead of laying. to qualify. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not really going to build it, buddy. That, that's going to crush your parlay. And, and listen, these other teams are solid, but for France is really, really good. I mean. Yeah, well, next to big man, when you're looking at it, to, to next to, next to France at twenty to one to qualify, de- you have Denmark at minus one thirty eight, Peru at plus one sixty two, nah, and Australia at plus four hundred. This, this is Team Conflict Diamond here. We're we're playing it safe. What minus two, two twenty to one? It goes from minus oh. two thirty five to minus two hundred two. Okay, well, keep building. I mean, it's, it's extremely yes, yes. <laughs> yes. But, but Gabe, you're better off just like avoiding it and just using a, another team. You know that that's yeah. one to twenty is is really just. I mean, on the off chance, there's just no real. We put France in this thing to win. Denmark wins on penalty kicks to win the group, man. You'll lose your mind. You you won't be too happy either. Well, the thing is, Gabe, it's a point based thing. There's no penalty kicks in group stages, so you're you're going on you know amount of points garnered throughout the 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 four games. So there's very little that chance will happen, in my opinion. What about okay? Then we'll put the break. Hold on, hold on, Gabe. Like, I'm just stating. No, 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 no. France. No, big man's right. There's no, no penalty kicks in in the first round. But I'm just stating. Twenty to it one. It wouldn't shock me, man. If you know they tied or something. Yeah. And there's know. no lock. But to right? get through, though, Gabe. They're, that's to get. This is to get through. They they can. Uh, there's two spots for them to get through. I mean. No, I'm it, talking about to win the group. Win the group's it's... minus three fifty in comparison to qualify yeah. two twenty yeah. to one. I don't yeah. see anyone even close to that level. I mean, but yeah, I hear you. You want to be very safe. You want to be very. Kind of, kind of, you know, worrisome here. But unless the goal differential matters too, like they could rack up a bunch of goals in one game and just sort of wrap it up easy. All right, sure. Group D. How about we just throw Argentina to qualify in there at minus seven hundred? This is another one where I'm telling you that's one. Yeah, yeah. Argentina is going to qualify, but after that, it's uh, this is this is a tougher group than people realize. Croatia are heavily hyped, but I think they're overrated. Iceland are really good. Yeah, they Niger- play. Nigeria could beat anybody at any given time. And then you have Iceland that are really being undervalued, I think. And good call. No, they were good, man. They, they guys really know how to play. And they're they're determined side. I think it's gonna be a real battle for, for everyone else out for Argentina to get through this big man. Yeah, I, I'm as I as the, as we get closer to the World Cup, I'm becoming more and more in belief that this is going to be the t- one of the toughest groups. I mean, you have one thing I'll tell you about this from a game to game perspective. You're going to see a lot of goals in this group. Uh, no one in this group really is is dead set on defending anyone. Uh, the team that kind of I want to get involved with is Nigeria. I, I'm pretty I'm getting pretty high on this team. I mean, they're a team with a lot of cohesion. They play together for a long time. I think they're more than just happy to be there. I think they've seen other African teams in the past make runs, and they say, why not us? I mean, we have – keep in mind, they're one of the few African teams that possess, I mean, like six or seven different Premier League players that actually play on a regular basis. They're a pretty good team. Um, Croatia, I'm, I'm, I've discussed with you, I'm very high on. I would be looking at a qualified bet here. Unfortunately, I don't think ice and qualify. I just I don't see it. I mean, I, the other three teams are, are are markedly better than they are, and Iceland's very dependent on one player who has had some injury problems lately. Guilfrey Sigurdsson, 
he's key for this side. With a, with a country at only 300,000 people, they're a nice story, but I don't think they're going to sneak up on anyone like they did in Euro. Listen, Gabe, we can get France at the minus uh, 20 to 1 here with minus uh, 2,000 or Argentina at minus 700. It seems like maybe we should avoid the French and click on the Argentinians. We're putting France in too. There you go. We're putting France so you're in. You're sitting too. at minus 141. Yeah, it's minus there. 141 right hey, now. Hey, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, I told you. Settle down, Cam. It's building. I, I, I don't often have to tell Cam to settle. I got to tell him, settle down. It's getting there, right? And you got minus 141. Of here. Yeah, it's like a stew, Cam. Like, oh, yeah, there's, yeah, more, oh, there's more ingredients. We're adding ingredients and spices. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I make a lot of stews and chilies. We still have four more groups to get to. This parlay is going to be uh, it's going to be bigger than that tumor in your belly button. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game Time Decisions, Ready Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So we keep keep on adding to the stew. I'm stirring, I'm stirring. I have a feeling we're getting it's a, a metal stew. I have a feeling it's going to be a sprinkle of Brazil in the stew. I am Gabriel Moretzi. He is at Camp Stewart. World Cup Soccer. We're in conversation with big men on uh, campus. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff Nadu. Uh, you can watch uh, his videos over at the sportsbookreview.com's YouTube page. So with the World Cup uh, coming, don't forget you can lay it down over at uh, mybookie.ag. Uh, That's mybookie.ag. Get a 50% uh, sign-up uh, bonus, deposit uh, bonus, using the promo code FNTSY. That's mybookie.ag. I know we've got a lot of fantasy uh, players and uh, daily fantasy players that tune into the radio station, but... Uh, don't be a loser and eat DFS chuck. Although, there is DFS for the World Cup, actually, yep. which is uh, pretty cool. Huh? You put some teams together? Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, go for it, man. We'll, we'll dabble. Da- yeah, that guy dabble at the WNBA. We should see if we can get our, our, our boy Vartanian on. Great call. Vartanian knows. Great Vartanian tough. I think Vartanian's still in the family, too, in the Anthem Media Group uh, family. I always like reaching out, Sports to, Grid or, reaching out to Al. Always a good move, I think he's cutting like, I think, I think Vartanian gets like slammed like he's he's in like the wrestling now and impact and stuff. Like I saw he was yeah. like, he was one of the guys in the hallway, so he's reading a newspaper while oh, the yeah, wrestlers walked sli- by yeah, slapped just, the paper <laughs> out of his head. <laughs> Great move. Great heel move. Yeah. Vartanian's like on the impact staff That's now. That's the I best. Think. They're getting those guys as active. They're, in, they're part of the script. Yeah. Hey, you got to do what you got to do, Gabe. Yeah, yes, you do. <laughs> I'll do it for the right price. Oh. I'll get body slammed, but you got to pay me. All right, let's, so, uh, let's get back to big man on campus uh, right now. Um, so we're putting together this parlay, and we're trying to play a Johnny safe because we want to win. So we're, we're into Group E right now. Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. Another very tricky group after, after we Brazil, get after yeah. Brazil here. This one, I don't know, it's sort of like France in that 
France is going to win that group, too. We should just put that in, and it'll really bump the parlay up. You just told me two minutes ago. You don't get greedy. Don't worry. We're building it. Now. Okay. Yeah, you're right. All right. All right. You're right. What the hell is it? What's going on with you? Okay. Okay. I, I so Brazil that. minus 1,600 then. Is there any way Brazil doesn't win this group, big man, against Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia? No. Nah, they're going to win the group. No. No. Pick them to win the group minus 350. Put it in there. Uh, I don't want to hear any uh, complaining. No whining. Put it in. <laughs> say goodnight. We move on to the next group. Yeah. Listen, they're safer they're the than France. It's an easier group. So, 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 big man, uh, the France one. Do we, do we, do we go? Do we do both minus three fifty? Okay, 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 okay. I'm just, I'm just getting the recipe, Gabe. Getting the recipe. You know, Brazil, Brazil. It's the matchups. Listen, Costa Rica advanced in 2014 in the World Cup. They have a world class goaltender. They pretty much have the same team actually uh, that did this before in 2014. But they got really lucky in 2014 and. They're just kind of older now. Like, they're not – they don't really have any young star or anything that's going to put them over the top. They do have one of the better goalies uh, in the world, but they're in tough, uh, big man. As uh, Tell people how good Switzerland, Switzerland are. Switzerland are good. They're, they're a, a good European side here, uh, big man, the Swiss. They, they are. The, the problem that this the rest of this group is going to have against Brazil is the rest of this group is very rugged. Uh, they're very yep. – take your lunch – to work. Let's play defense. Serbia. The Serbians are very hard-nosed, defensive. Costa Rica, very much known for defense. Uh, the Swiss. The one concern I have with them is, do any of these teams have a, a guy that can go score goals? Because I don't know if I see it. Swiss have Jordan Chikiri and, and, and Mitrovic for, for Serbia, and maybe Brian Ruiz for Costa Rica, but I unfortunately think, if Brazil doesn't get nine points there, I'd be quite surprised. I think they're just going to kind of break those teams down. It'll be a nice battle for second, but I don't think anybody can win this. All right, so now now we're in the plus one twenty, Kev. Plus See, the, stew, oh. the stew started to taste better. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're like the uncle at the, at the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I need some paprika. So Let's get, go get away yeah. from the pot here. Exactly. Yeah. Stay away. I like the t- I like the taste test more, please. <laughs> All right, so it's so a group F. Yep. Germany. Ooh, what a group this is. Germany, Mexico, Sweden, and South Korea. And I got to tell you, I'm starting to buy into the Mexicans. Uh, right now, not to win the group, obviously, but, but to come second, yeah, uh, you know, at minus one ten, a little Germany, Mexico. Well, we're not putting them in the parlay because minus one ten, but Germany. Listen, I've got Germany winning it all and winning the tournament, so I think they're going to win this group. South Korea will be the outsiders on this. Is that almost the best way to go? And let's put South Korea not to qualify in this. I mean, Germany, Mexico, Sweden, South Korea. What's the safest bet here, big man? Is it Germany to win the? Look, Germany to qualify is minus twelve hundred. That's the safest bet. South Korea not to qualify is minus six hundred. Yeah, the, the safest bet is Germany to win the group. Uh, no, no one's beating them. <laughs> I mean, it's just not going to happen. I mean, I, I think South Korea has zero chance. They're one of the minnows in this team. I want to make this very clear, and this is nothing against um, you know Iran, you know Japan, South Korea all the Asian sides, but they're just not very good, frankly. I mean, they're an awful qualifying group. Uh, you're qualifying with the likes of, I mean, Syria and, and, and Iraq and, and, and some of these really small countries that really aren't focused on soccer particularly. They're just not a good Some of these countries group. that, uh, for lack of a better word, are war zones. Yes. Co- correct. Yeah, that, and, yeah. and, you know, again, what it is, yeah. And, I mean, China's a bad qualifying group. You're, you're, you're qualifying with Uzbekistan, and it's some bad, bad sides. Um, Mongolia. I mean, just it's, it's no good. Um, the still level sounds better. It still sounds better than CONCACAF. 
Yeah. <laughs> good point. No, no, just and kidding. Actually, no, no, I'm kidding. Can, I'm kidding. If you can believe it, Oceana, which is like New Zealand, that area, um, they yeah, yeah. they're they're qualifying with like the Cook Islands and like Tonga. So um, there's yeah, Fiji. really low. They play against yeah, yeah. correct. They don't even have a team in this competition, so that shows you how bad it is. But yeah, I, I think South Korea not to qualify would probably be the absolute safest bet, other than Germany to not win this group. But p- take your pick. South Korea is probably how about both? That's why Canada can't get in. Like Canada, like they, they try to qualify, they can't beat like Grenada. Like we go to Grenada, and and Hondur- like, Honduras used to kick our ass. Well, Honduras are good. Yeah, and, and that's Honduras what's so disgusting about like Costa Rica. The, the, the U.S. is dealing with just just junk, and they can't find a way to beat Trinidad and Tobago and Honduras and, you know, no offense, Canada. I mean, the, the, you need to find a way to get <laughs> No offense, I'm just saying, it's pretty Canada have a good women's yeah. team. Yeah, oh, yeah, the women's team's ranked right. in the world. Yeah, the, the guys they're, suck. They're, yeah, yeah. US, the, the US does also. Yeah, yeah the, men, the men are terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, Panama, Panama are from that group. Panama yeah. playing that CONCACAF stuff. With Jamaica uh, and Canada, yeah, yeah, and Honduras. Yeah. USA, yeah. Canada, yeah. Jamaica. That's our exactly. group. Um, El Salvador. Oh, yes. Get pummeled by El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not pummeled. But, right. El Salvadorian chicks are hot. Um, okay, so Group F. All right, we'll put Germany in to win the damn group. We're up to plus 193 right now. Uh, the parlays, uh, that stew's getting thicker, Cam. Stu's getting meteor. Sure is. Which leads us into group uh, G. And then Cam's going to handle group H. He's the group H expert. <laughs> um, group G, Belgium, <laughs> Panama, Tunisia, and England. Okay, so the weakest group, we, you know, we've been picking on the Tunisians and saying that is not going to advance, but Panama are actually really outclassed here. Like, Panama is Bel- Belgium's a lock to qualify at 12 to 1. Yes. A stone cold lock. England. To be honest, Belgium really is probably going to win this group, but that's ballsy to put yeah, that in the parlay. Because they're only minus 120. That'll really jack That's it a up. good standalone bet right there, big man. Belgium's going to win that group. No, it's, it's actually a bet that I've, um, I've already made. Other than Uruguay, I think it's a really solid bet. I mean, listen, I'm a little different than you guys. You guys are obviously very safe. I, I would put that in, frankly. I, I don't see England um, threatening Belgium. Um, but, but as far as the safest safe And bet, the difference Panama, is, let's say, big man, let's just say, sorry, I was just going to say quickly about this. Bel- oh, listen, goal differential counts. There's no penalty kicks in the first round, as you mentioned, around Robin. But goal differential does count. And we've seen who's more capable of winning 5-0 early and running well, up Belgium. a score. England or Belgium? Belgium. Belgium do this for Belgium. a living. They just scored four goals on Costa Rica. The yeah, other they were day. down 1-0, too, four unanswered. And other other than Germany, they actually scored the most goals in qualifying. So, but but I think it's important that you have to mention you had Gibraltar in your group, who is probably the worst team in the world. Honestly, uh, you had Estonia in your group. So, I mean, you put nine goals on the board against against Gibraltar. So, I mean, it, it's hard. But you're right, Gabe. They are known to score. That's all they do. They would definitely beat England on goal difference. I'd be willing. That's where that that's where yeah. that monkey pissed on my uh, shirt, Gabe, in Gibraltar. Remember, I told you those flying monkeys. Oh, this dude, the parlay gets real juicy if we put Belgium to win the group. I like it. It's Do plus it. four thirty-seven now. Oh, Do starting it. now. Yeah, if on five hundred bucks, we're looking at a couple dimes now. 
I like where this is going. I really like more Do beef. It. More you, beef. You are aware we're going to be sweating out soccer games at 11 in the morning at you some point in time. It'll make it interesting, Gabe. You're going to text me. Okay, boss. What happens if it ties 1-1? Do we advance? <laughs> I'll be like, no, okay. No. Goal no, differential, we, buddy. Yeah, we're going to need to score three goals here, They better buddy. score some goals. But no, listen. I see Belgium beating Panama like four nothing or three nothing or something. In- England yep. and Belgium are going. Belgium through. will mess Tunisia up. They're not going to yeah. ease up, and Belgium knows that the England game will be tough, so they're going to want to rack up the goal differential. Meanwhile, if anyone will get caught or something, I could totally see Panama giving the, the English all they can handle, <laughs> big man. It just happens to them all the time, and, and that's Even the though- problem that England has. They always do that. They had some – and I, I love to go back to this because I remember it perfectly. I remember in the, the uh, qualifiers, England had a hell of a time with the Maltese team, Malta. Uh, they really uh, – it, it was amazing. Malta just sat in front of the goal and would not allow anything in. Um, England will struggle and play down the team's levels. Uh, this is not a great England side. They might be a little under the radar, but um, as far as beating Belgium, they're just on a different level. I like it. The parlay's yep. plus four thirty-seven. And cab, we get into the group of H. I got. I can tell you something. We're not touching anything in the group. In the uh, group of in the group of hell here. Hey, come on. big man. It's the only group, <laughs> the group to win the group. Five. Every team is at a plus. Poland plus one seventy-five. Senegal plus four fifty. Colombia, who who's a very good side, plus one thirty-seven. And Japan, the out. Uh, they're the outsiders at plus seven fifty. Japan's not advanced. So what about Colombia and Poland? Uh, those are the two I would say, but I pro- you probably have something good to say about Senegal too. These this this group H, man, they can go either way. Yeah, this is the, and and I know Gabe and I have talked about this group. It, it is very difficult. I mean, the Senegalese are, are are a team that I think a lot of people like. Uh, they're an underrated side. Any of these three teams up top could win this. I'm going to fancy Colombia. I just like they've been there. They've done it before. Um, they they just have the best team to me as far as. The, the high-level players, some of the great defensive players. And Poland had a big injury recently. One of their best defenders is out of this tournament. So I would if, – if I'm looking safe in this group, I'm looking Japan to not qualify. Like I said, we continue to go back to the Asian teams. They, they're just not very good, frankly. Um, I would also – I would probably include Colombia to qualify. I, I don't – They're the same odds. So that yeah, we could minus go. 275, minus 275. Throw them both in. Poland are good. But I would – Colombia are very explosive, Cam. What are you saying, big man? Colombia, Colombia to qualify or Japan not to qualify is the best. It would definitely be Japan. It would definitely be Japan because in these kind of bets, I'm going to go with the weaker team. Um, there are yep. certain like Panama and some of these teams. They might not even score a goal, let alone. And a lot of them are just happy to be there. That that's what you have to look at. Um, I think a win for some of these teams, like like a Panama or a or or, a, or an Iran or something, is just getting a result. A draw, I mean, they'd be happy with. So, you know, a team like Japan, I, I think a, a draw would be enough for them. And one of Japan, Japan's not advancing. They're not All right, advancing. the parlay is plus six thirty-three. I like it. That's just yeah, with Japan they, not to qualify and not Colombia to qualify. So the parlay is Uruguay to qualify, Portugal to qualify, yes, Argentina. To qualify. France to qualify. Brazil to win the group. Germany to win the group. Bold. Belgium (laughs) to win the group. Oh, wow. Japan. Sayonara. (laughs) 
plus 633. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I'm very actually I endorse that parlay. Now do me a favor. Put that bet in. Don't include any like Korean ping pong or something. Like put yeah, that no, in. That's, what I, that's the thing. I don't Take know what he does at night. You know, I'm not here. I leave, I leave and I catch the train, big man. What he does when I'm not why, in the building, uh, that's, that's, uh, it, it why happens. Why do I have a feeling? I really do, do like Zhao Ping Mao, though, tonight <laughs> in the, uh, <laughs> nah. Yeah, why do I, why do I get the feeling you're going to get involved with some futsal in Brazil tonight or something? Get uh, mix it in. Yeah, I'm going to take Brazil in the futsal <laughs> tournament, too. Futsal. This is a pretty good one. Like, uh, no, I'm going to put it in right now. I'm putting it in right now. So the question, the is, question so, is, how much money do we get from Golden State so we can roll into the parlay? Like, I'm, I just want to know what the, what the what, banking numbers are. I have a feeling you're <laughs> 7K. I think you're going to do quite well. Um, we put $450 on it. It's a $3,330 return. I really like that. We're starting to get a piece of that horse back. If it wins, it's just another leg, some hum- like a, a rump. We're almost there, Moretz here. I like this. I really like this slow, slow way to get the horse back. I like it. I like it. $300 well, it, pays $2,200. I'm in. Well, do you, let, me, let me ask you one thing. Okay, before you bet that full amount, what do you think about this, Cam? Okay, and I've talked to Gabe about this. I've bet this for five hundred dollars. It wins twenty-one thousand dollars. Okay, let me tell you about this. It's I'm a three-legged. It it's a three-legged parlay. It's all group forecast bets. Group forecast is basically who's going to finish first and second exactly. I took Uruguay and Egypt in Group A, Spain and Portugal in Group B, Belgium, England in Group uh, Group G. Uh, five hundred bucks pays over twenty-one k. It's forty-one to one. Wow, that's okay. yeah. So, Bel- so yeah, so wow, and it yeah. So Belgium, England. What else? Oh wow, okay, Uruguay. Yeah, I know what big man. That looks good. That looks really good. What is it? Uruguay, you really want to get Uruguay, Egypt, uh, Belgium, England, and. Um, Spain, Portugal. Spain, Portugal. They're like exactus now, camp, so they need to finish I, exactly one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two or yeah. either or. It could be either or. It's like an exacta box. It no. doesn't matter what. No. It, it, it pays Why you're saying you're? No, I'm. It's saying Uruguay needs to finish first in a group. Egypt oh, okay. Needs to second Spain in a group. has to finish first. Portugal yes, second. Belgium, Belgium first. first England yes. second. So it's not. It's an exacta, not an exacta yes, box. Yes, but it okay. legitimately yeah. could happen. It's pretty fat odds. Yeah, very good. Like he's returning five hundred and one k. And what you can do is you can if you if you get scared, take Russia to qualify. That way, you know, you really are scared about it. Do that. All right, Big Man's gonna hang on uh, for a couple more minutes on the other side. We'll jump into a couple of the props and stuff that Cam's word we're gonna get in. Let's put five hundred dollars on who's gonna win the golden boot. <laughs> And uh, we'll, we'll say who's going to be in the final as well. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, 
or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions. Game time decisions continues. Ready and rage. I'm Gabriel Renzi, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go a couple of more minutes with Big Man. So he gets uh, his World Cup up. That's in. Lou from Gamblu.com is going to join us. A surprise Tuesday visit. College World Series talk. As uh, Lou's actually from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, he prides himself on uh, laying, uh, laying it down and winning. On the College at Baseball World Series. So, uh, Lou will join us. We'll get Lou's preliminary thoughts on a potential matchup between John Jones and Brock Lesnar. Wow. As a Cam's Rock and a Brock Lesnar haircut. Seven bucks. Where's that for the Chinese lady? Yeah, I told you. I went to, I got Ramadan you, stuff. Off, I, was, I, I was the only white guy in there. Big man, I got a bag of I got a bag of vegetables and groceries for basically three bucks on the Ramadan seventy five percent off sale, and then I got a seven dollar haircut. I go, what about my beard? She goes, Tooney. So you know, all in for nine bucks, Marenzi. That's value. Wow. Something tells me that when you went to uh, the store, they could tell you were Muslim. <laughs> you think? <laughs> a guy with a red face and blonde eyebrows comes in. I'm looking for the Ramadan specials, please. So you went for the Ramadan? <laughs> I did. The butcher gave me a nice cut, too, because I was the only white guy there. I think I got a really thick one, a really nice, really nice cut of lamb. All right. What are we doing here, to reach the finals, or there's all sorts of things we can do, Gabe? Where are we So heading? what are some of the other props you're looking at here, big man? Uh, well, I mean, I, uh, look, the group forecasts are some interesting ones. Now, I do get involved with the total points for the different groups, how many, yeah. you know, kind of – you know, goal, you know, each game by game, you know, looking at, you know, where I see draws, you know, points and stuff. I'm looking Uruguay over six and a half. I mean, that, that seems like a pretty good one. I think they sweep that group um, starting on, on Friday with Egypt. Uh, I think people, I, I want to make this clear to the listeners. Egypt is a team that has Mohamed Salah. And Mohamed Salah is going to get a lot of love in this tournament, and he should. He's a terrific human being. He's a terrific football player. But at the end of the day, we have to remember, Egypt is not Liverpool. Okay, Egypt does not have the same quality players. Egypt does not have the same quality service to Mohamed Salah. He's coming off an injury. Uh, I'd imagine people are going to be gunning for him. They're going to allow him and then take him out of the game. Listen, you, you try to take certain players out of the game, and it generally will work. Mohamed Salah doesn't have a ton of long-term success at very high levels, uh, especially on a team where you're not getting the same type of service. I think Uruguay sweeps. I think they win and get nine points. I like over six and a half. I also look at some of the smaller nations and kind of going unders with them. A team like Panama uh, going under uh, two, uh, laying the 140 and going under two. Um, I don't think they get a point in this tournament. Uh, if they do, it's one, uh, and that would be a draw against Tunisia. But other than that, I don't see it. You know, looking at those are kind of interesting. Cam, you know, um, like when you bet on golf, 
Yep. And uh, we got word Dan Daly will join us tomorrow, one of the best golf cappers in the business. Awesome. Yeah, when we Dan- hit Brooks Kepka, remember that? That was a nice score at 40-1. to 1. Uh, Dan Daly uh, will join us um, from uh, Dallas, Texas tomorrow to talk U.S. Open. We'll have some U.S. Open talk a little bit later on on the program today as well. But, you know, you can bet like uh, top European, top American, top, yep. um, top Asian. Same thing here, guys. Continental betting. Continental betting. And... You know, I'm starting to fear Brazil a little bit, and I hate to be pick a rematch here, guys, but what do you think, big man? Before we get you out of here, we'll put you on the spot. Like, who do you think is going to play in the final? And the way this plays out, it looks like Brazil and Germany could play in the final again, and it's hard not to say that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I hate to be kind of squarish, but, I mean, I've told you and, and I've discussed before, I mean, no team higher than 12 to one has ever won this tournament. So you're really kind of, it's kind of like NASCAR. I mean, there, there's probably five to seven teams or in their case yeah. drivers that could each week and you kind of ride with them. Uh, I think Brazil and Germany at, at, at 11 to one, I think you just kind of throw some money on that and, and, and just hope that, you know, you get the right kind of, uh, you know, kind of cohesion. Guys, there. you know what we it's, always it's, bitch about the NBA? and I brought it up. There's only 10 teams, big men, have won a title in the last uh, 37 years in the NBA. You know the only eight teams have won a World Cup? Yeah. I mean, it is, it's history, not it is eight, eight, eight countries. It is the ultimate elitist don't eight take countries. The, don't take the dogs. It's no, the it really big dogs. It big sounds guns. like, oh, really? Yeah. You're going to say Brazil? And, and yeah, yeah, well, whatever. If it's not Brazil and Germany, it'll be Argentina and Germany. France, or, yeah, or it'll be exactly. Well, France and Germany will play each yeah. other in, in the final four But uh, if, if it gets to there. But I'm looking at the stats now, big man. It's amazing. There's only eight teams that have even won the World Cup before. And uh, you have to go back to the 1962 that one of the teams that didn't win didn't was even in the World Cup final, going back to 1962. So it's been the same eight teams like over and over essentially, <laughs> for for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, and and I'll kind of relate it to one of the the props, the Golden Glove, uh, which is the best goalie in the tournament. Uh, four of the last five uh, winners in the World Cup, the goalie that got the Golden Glove came from that side. So when you're looking at that, you obviously want to keep your eye on Alisson from Brazil, you know, Manuel Neuer from Germany. If I could throw one out at you guys, if you can bet bet 365, I think there's some value on the top England Premier League goal scorer. So um, I'm going to take Romelo, I'm going to take Romelo Lukaku at 7-1 to one out of Belgium. Belgium uh, we yeah. talked about their ability to score goals. Uh, Romelo Lukaku is if you look up striker in the dictionary, he's who I want as my striker. He's a big, balking guy. I mean, he could probably play linebacker in the NFL. He's a big kid. Uh, he gets service. He just scores goals. He said he was put on this earth to score goals uh, when he was a young child. And uh, since then, he just that's all he does. He's, he's a goal That's why we like him in the group. Score a bunch of goals, yeah, get that hey. goal differential. So, listen, exactly. I want to bring it up. Yep. So, continental betting. Top European team. Now, this one's tricky because there's a lot of competition, but Germany? Yeah, you're pretty much saying, all right, because Germany can, will end up, they won't play most likely another European team in the final. The way it's slated, like it'll be Argentina or Brazil uh, type of deal getting there. Um, Germany's plus 275 to be the top Euro team. France is plus 350. Spain's plus 450. Belgium's plus 800. All right, so that's no, no luck. So it's top South American team. Brazil. Plus 100, Argentina plus 187, Uruguay plus 750, Colombia 8 to 1, Peru 40 to 1. Top Asian Oceanic team, 
Japan plus 187. Australia plus 300. South Korea plus 333. Iran plus 400. Saudi Arabia plus 800. And that's like whoever gets the most points. Top African team. Senegal plus 225. Egypt plus 250. Nigeria plus 275. Morocco plus 600. Tunisia 8 to 1. And this is the bet that I'm that catches my eye, guys. Top CONCACAF team. Mexico. Oh, yeah, Mexico. Minus 225. Costa Rica, plus 333. Panama, plus 550. Mexico. You Mexico are going to get it done. I think Mexico have a good chance of advancing. And the thing is, guys, let's put it in comparison. Mexico were minus 110 to advance, Cam and Big Men. Costa Rica... And Panama are both monster underdogs to advance. We're getting better value yeah, here like than laying the minus uh, the one ten to advance. Minus two twenty five. All Mexico has to do is finish Beat with more guys. points yep. than than Costa Rica or Panama. Minus two twenty five. I like Team El Chapo here, big man, in this bet. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have any, I don't have any issue with that. I mean, your Concacaf, as I said, is is very poor. Costa Rica's in a tough group. They're going to really have to grind. I like that one a lot. I also like that Nigeria bet. I think they're a team you really need to look out for. You're getting a little plus money. Real quick, Gabe, before we end the show, I, I do like that one, and I'm going to look for that Mexico. And I, I just yeah, Mexico, top them. CONCACAF team, minus 225. It's a good bet. Here's a th- here's a 33-1, to 1, quickly. Uh, it's in the finish, <laughs> bottom of the group. Okay, you got to pick all the bottom of the groups. I'm going to leave out Group E and Group C. I'm going to go finish bottom of the group. Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iceland, South Korea, Panama, Japan. Uh, I'm going to go uh, – that goes – that's 33.45 to 1. Run that by me that's again. You make, you, all of these teams have to finish bottom of the group. Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iceland, South Korea, Panama – Japan. 33 to 1? Wow. Sounds like yeah, it could be a over. Winner. I like I, I like that big match. I'm telling you that. people out there, you put 50, 100 bucks on each of these, you're going to get paid, man. I mean, these are going to come in, a lot of these. The parlay that we Take- discussed uh, in the last break, we clicked it. We're in. Yeah. We put $200. It returns $1,466. Build it brick by brick. Yeah, we're going to get too crazy, but, you know, big man, I'm going to play like, you know, five, four or five of these parlays, then a couple of those sort of straight up, that's Mexico to advance don't or make, Mexico to be the top of the Yeah, I, I think yeah. we can – I think it's going to be a pretty profitable World Cup. At least yeah. we hope it will be, guys. Well, I was going to ask you guys, too, when looking at the odds, um, people are – people are. you said the same country as well, but people are pretty bullish on Belgium because I saw 16 to 1 before. Dangerous team. And on uh, Bet365, big man, it's down to uh, uh, 11 to 1, so – People in the know seem to be taking Belgium. Do you think they can? Obviously, Brazil, Germany, Spain, France, Argentina. But what do you think about Belgium? Yeah, actually, uh, down at Delaware Park, they were nine to one. So I mean, they're even lower in some of the some of the books. Yeah, listen, I really like Belgium. I've they come out and said I think they're one of the strongest eleven in the whole world. Uh, they're, they're really good at really every level defensively. Uh, they have a nice. But what you want to look for in, in the World Cup, guys, is cohesiveness. Okay, you have pairing, if you will, defensively. Uh, uh, Uruguay has it. They have two Atletico Madrid players. Belgium has it as well. They have two Tottenham players that are that are connected in that defense. That's good cohesiveness. You have a good midfield on Belgium. You have Lukaku up front, Eden Hazard up front. 
You have a ton of just players that probably can score goals. I think they're sick of hearing how uh, they're overrated every year. Um, this is the year for Belgium. It has to be this year. And at that price, uh, I'm in. You know, Ken, the negative of Belgium, they're like the modern Dutch. They gag. They're like a modern Holland almost. Like, you know, the golden, All the talent golden the world generation right? of players. Yeah. Yeah. and Just can't get it done. Skilled as hell. But let, let's see if they put it in. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're as big as underachievers as Holland yet because they haven't failed as much in these spots. But a lot of pressure on Belgium. The problem with Belgium is, guys, they'd face Brazil in the quarterfinals. And you they're know, done. Well, not so much, but they can win. I mean, they get past Brazil. Then, then, yeah. then sky's the limit. Yeah, exactly. And there's no free passes for these teams. But uh, you can follow Big Man on Campus, uh, Jeff Nadu on Twitter. Um, and uh, check them out on the sportsbookreview.com YouTube page. Great stuff, uh, big man. Enjoy talking the World Cup uh, with you. Uh, thanks for the insight, man. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. thanks. We, got a, we got a lot of bullets in the gun now, buddy. We got a lot of parlays, a lot of clicking. A lot of options. A lot of options. Yeah, well, I'm going to play I'm gonna play some of the ones that big man did that finished to the bottom one at 33-1. to one. Why not? Okay, so listen, here's the one. We have a couple of others here, Cam. Um, extremely safe. Safe, safe, all right? Let's call this the, um, we should have like a, a condom uh, sponsor for this. This is the Trojan. Yeah, Trojan. Uh, it's a Trojan The, the, the bearskin, bearskin parlay. Yeah, yeah. Safe it's, and uh, effective. It's the condoms uh, that uh, you want to bring to a brothel. You want you know, a little, little bit Not extra. the ones we're getting from the machines in no, the, in you the want, toilet. You want like extra protection. Yeah. <laughs> This is like the hooker condom. <laughs> the hooker, the hooker condom parlay. <laughs> hooker condom parlay. Nothing but safe here, okay, Cam? Yep. Nothing but safe. Like we're going. This is. Don't don't complain about the stew until it until it's done. I like to take the t- taste test. All right, Uruguay to advance. To advance, yes. Yep. Uruguay to advance. Stupid. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like everything got bigger on my screen. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. like it. All right, yeah, uh, your fonts are pretty big. Iran, Iran, not to advance. Iran, not advance. Yeah. Yep. France to advance. France to advance. Hey, it's got a little little yeah. ring to it. France, advance. France avance. All right. Uh, Argentina. Advance. To advance. Yep. Brazil to advance. Germany to advance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where are we at? Belgium to advance. Ooh, I like it. Belgium. Minus 107. Yeah, okay. It's almost even. And that's staying away from that group of hell, that oh, yeah, last group. Well, we're not touching group H. We could throw Colombia nah. and Japan. Nah. I'm, even, I'm even telling you not to put more spice in the stew. So this good. one. I like this. We don't even need to win the groups, Cam. No, so, just these teams have to advance. Uruguay to advance. Iran not, not to, to advance. advance. France to advance. Argentina to advance. Brazil to advance. Germany to advance. Belgium to advance. Uh, Minus 107. Seal of approval, yes. Trojan bearskin, in. Yep. I see I see your hands moving across the keyboard. It's done. Well, we're, we're, take, Four, 400. we're taking the money. We're, we're putting it back in. 
Four hundred pays. Uh, this, this is this is a nickel one. Marge, I'm putting the foot down. Where are you, gambler? It returns. Ooh, uh, going to put a little bit more here. Oh God, <laughs> stop! <laughs> stop! <laughs> King. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but five hundred dollars pays back nine hundred and sixty-nine dollars oh, and eighty-five cents. And these things look like they're really going to. Ha- it's almost too good to be true. We, we it need, feels like we need to get it to an even. We need to get it to an even. So what are you going to add? Columbia to advance? That's no, going to make an it even plus. thousand. No, I'm putting more on. Oh, more money on it. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> this guy. Uh, a thousand bucks. Okay. It, that's how much money do we? Okay, a little bit left in the kitty. All right, here we go. Yeah, I found it now. Five hundred and sixteen dollars pays one thousand dollars and eighty nine cents. Build it. They will come. It's in. We're not screwing around with this World Cup. You know, we took our money for a corrupt sport like horse racing and <laughs> what the hell's going on? Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Plus speed bumps along the road today. I know you're the guy who's keeping uh, the money, Gabe. Can I take 100 out of the kitty for a U.S. Open parlay, maybe? No. We're only doing soccer? Yeah, there's no no such thing about, uh, yeah, no, we're not playing a U.S. Not Open. Not even if Skip Spenny Mac goes in it with us? No. Why? Because we're, we're playing World Cup because the World Cup is actually a big tournament that we know what's going to happen in. Last time I checked, you're not nailing winners every week in the golf with these stone cold lock parlays. We're doing okay in the DFS. It's hard to hit a winner though. Like, <laughs> then why would we want to bet on it then? No, to make the cut. I was talking about to make the cut or not to make the cut. And we don't have to pick thirty guys. We're, we can do we're, 10. we're zero for three with that. Because we picked twenty guys. I got a great idea for you. Why don't you put together one of these make the cut parlays for myself? us right now and put it in on your account? <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good to me. I don't know who I'm going to take this week. It's going to be very, very interesting. I'll tell you, Jason Day at 18 to one is really like you get Dustin Johnson at eight to one, and Jason Day has the same type of game at 18 to one. I see a little bit of value there. Kepka has a guy; he's the type of guy that can really score well. The guy hits it a mile. I wish we got a little bit more than 25, Gabe. But a lot of people are high on Justin Rose. I don't think I, I don't think I'm going to go, even though he has a perfect temperament and he can grind out pars. He's a guy. I don't think I'm going to. I'm going to fade, and I'm not taking Jordan Spieth either. In the matchup bets, I'm going to do a lot of uh, Stenson, McElroy, and Day versus guys like Spieth. I think I'm going to uh, stay away from Spieth this week. I don't really have faith in him. His, uh, his game right now is a little bit uh, It's rusty. He's in one, one thing that he does better than anybody is putting. He can't hit a putt. So I say, hey, you know Jordan Spieth, buddy. He can turn it on any time, but 
I'm just uh, I think I'm going to avoid him this week. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of interest in Spieth uh, coming into this uh, to this tournament. To be honest uh, with you, I'm starting to buy into um, starting to buy into Dustin Johnson a little bit, but I'm not a I'm not a fan of the fact. I think his game is just so well suited here. It's, it's almost just too obvious. It's but. perfect. And he, and what the sad thing is, too, Gabe, his putting's been great. Like one thing about Dustin Johnson is he can hit it a mile. He does everything better than everybody, and now he's hitting putts. So. No, I understand. There's a reason he's 8-1, to one, but you talked about that stat. The guy won the week before not winning the next week, so something to consider. There's a lot of guys There's a lot of guys who could, who could win this tournament, though. Are we uh, tracking down Lou from uh, Gambler right now, Florio, here? I know there's, uh, there's some issues. There's uh, some issues uh, going on right now. <laughs> In master control. <laughs> I got some top 10 guys that I'm going to put in my parlay. (laughs) Brooks Kepka, top 10, plus 200, Gabe. Brendan Grace, top 10, plus 333. Tommy Fleetwood, a top 10 performance at plus 360. And if you want a little bit of value, people, the big Spaniard, not little Sergio, Rafa Cabrera. Bayo at nine to one to finish in the top ten. I think I'm going to put some money on that one, Morenci. It's going to be interesting. I got to, I'm going together with my DraftKings team. I got a lot of good guys there. The problem is you can't afford like Day and Dustin John. You know what I mean? I can only have one top guy, and then I have to fill in the rest. So it's going to be very difficult to pick a lineup together. But I'm very high on Kepka, Day, and Stenson. Those are going to be my guys, and a little bit of grace. I don't have a problem uh, with uh, with Brooks Kepka at uh, twenty five to one. Stenson, Stenson, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, Stenson, Kepka, they've got great track records here. You know the problem is Dustin Johnson's eight to one right now. Not, I know. Yeah, you, you want know. more? You want a little twelve, thirteen? It's not so much. It's not so much that the the odds freak me out. It's the fact that nobody's ever won a tournament and then won the U.S. Open the next week, ever in the history of the U.S. Open. <laughs> So and, yeah, yeah, kinda, yeah. You know. and eight to one, and and, and he's also got to go up against all these guys: Justin Thomas, Rom, Day, McElroy. There's a lot of weapons there. A lot of very good golfers. All right, let's bring in uh, our good friend uh, Lou from Gamblu.com uh, uh, right now. Normally joins us on Wednesdays, uh, but um, it's it's uh, D back uh, D back baseball on Wednesday. So. <laughs> Uh, Lou, of course, is uh, very religious and going to the Wednesday uh, afternoon uh, games. Anytime the D-backs uh, play, so he's gracious enough with his time right now to join us. How you doing, Lou? I'm doing great. It's always a pleasure. Actually, uh, it's me who appreciates you guys working the schedule to allow me to come on and uh, share some insight. Well, first off, Lou, congratulations on the Capitals' futures. At uh, eighteen to one, I know Ovechkin's still uh, partying in the pool. There, these guys—they uh, look like they're never going to give up the cup. But great stuff by you, uh, nailing down the caps at a nice price, buddy. Congratulations! Thank you. I I love to claim eighteen. It was actually twelve, but you know what? I'll still take it. I just sent the ticket up to the South Point uh, on Monday, and uh, in a couple of weeks, I'll get a nice little check in the mail and. Uh, meanwhile, as much as we love to gloat and reminisce, that's yesterday's news. We got College World Series coming up, baby. 
So you sent you sent it in the mail, huh? That's interesting. I, I still do the mail play. It's fun to get the check. You yeah, you've sent tickets in the mail, huh? Always do, Gabe. Always do the mail play. Want to know why? Because you're just sitting there going, when is that check coming? And right when you need the money, you're like, yeah, there it is. It's like one of those things. It's like mystery money because you kind of forget about it. Do you photo ticket the uh, the ticket? <laughs> uh, photocopy the ticket first, Lou, in case it gets lost. No, I, I, anymore. I just take a picture of it because if, if, oh, because yeah, yeah. I can. And even I'll tell you something about the South Point. These guys are such good operators. I mean, if if you deal with a William Hill shop. And you're a five seconds late after the 60-day deadline. They, they're going to stick their middle finger at you. And if you go to the South Point with an expired <laughs> ticket, they're going to make it good. They're, they're the best operators in the whole damn city. And uh, so I do a lot of shopping there. Uh, now, I'm not going to press them. I'm gonna, I, I, I can use the, you know, the, the proceeds, so I send it right in. But I take a picture of the ticket just in case something happens and – uh, and you send it registered mail, and it's it's easy cheesy. All right, Lewis, let's jump in uh, right now uh, to the College uh, World Series. There's no MMA uh, this week, uh, but the one the one uh, story in MMA before we get to the College uh, Baseball World Series uh, was the rumor out there, and from pretty credible uh, reports and sources, that the UFC is targeting a uh, John Jones versus Brock Lesnar uh, tilt, uh, Lou. A tilt in which, you know, interesting. John Jones is a very big man. Um, I think it's a very bad matchup for Brock Lesnar, and he'll end up getting beat up uh, by John Jones. What, uh, what, what's, your, what's your interest in the fight, and uh, what, what do you think about uh, this potentially? Well, the first I've heard of it is what you just mentioned to me, so I'm a, I'm a little... We're breaking I'm news a little, to you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm a little surprised, uh, and I'd have to think about it. My initial thoughts are that that's got to be a heavyweight fight, uh, and if it is a heavyweight fight, uh, I would probably really want to watch that. I got to tell you, Lou. Before we get into the, the College World Series. Last uh, weekend's card was absolutely stunning. I got the, a stick from my buddy, so I got all, all, I got the feed and didn't have to pay the 60 bucks to watch it. It was absolutely fantastic. The Holly Holm fight, like everything about that card, it was fantastic. Like from an entertainment perspective, they did a really good job last week. They did. Every, everything about that card was fantastic, except that I sucked eggs, and I'm glad there's a three-week break. I, I need a couple of weeks off, get myself my gyroscope recalibrated for fights. I... Uh, you know, I had the girl that, that Holly Holm fought. I just, I made some bad choices, had a bad night. And another reason why I'm kind of excited that there's something like College World Series for me to work uh, so I don't have to dwell on a poor night. I had a good night uh, with the UFC the other night, uh, but I was on the wrong side of the uh, the Covington-Dos Angeles fight, and I had a significant wager on it. Uh, as far as odds on this, Joe, listen, John Jones and Brock Lesnar. This has been this has been brought up in the past uh, before, so it's not new. But the odds might surprise uh, people out there that uh, John Jones is like a minus three hundred, minus three fifty favorite, depending on the book. And it's you know you get these books they put up hypothetical matchups, and it's never really the same when people are betting real money on it, and and that shapes the number. But that John Jones would be a, a sizable favorite against Brock Lesnar, even though Brock Lesnar would be the, the natural heavyweight. But like I said, Lou, John Jones is a tall dude. And 
you know, he's got a massive advantage because of the size that he has at light heavyweight. It's only a matter of time till he is a heavyweight, so this really wouldn't surprise me. And it would be a mega fight, man, without a doubt. No question it would be a mega fight. And uh, I, I would think that John Jones, number one, because of his frame, could easily carry the weight. I think John Jones is, is uh, all, all kidding aside, is a badass. And he has more ways to win that fight. Lesnar's going to have to try and find a way to get in and clasp on. And that's one dangerous undertaking against John Jones, asked Dan Cormier. All right, so let's talk some, um, let's talk some uh, college baseball right now. It's the College uh, World Series, Lou, and uh, this is something that you pride yourself in, in being uh, one of your uh, specialties. Uh, looking at the, uh, the bracket, uh, we've got Oregon State. Um, Oregon State takes on North Carolina, Mississippi State, and uh, Washington, Arkansas, and Texas, Florida, and Texas Tech. And that was unbelievable. I don't know if uh, you saw it, uh, Cam. I'm sure Lou is aware of it. But uh, Florida and Auburn, hell of a baseball game. Guys were stealing uh, stealing home. And uh, Florida actually won. It was sort of like Canseco. But if you remember when the ball went off the guy's head, head yeah. uh, off of Canseco's yeah. head over the wall, poor kid on Auburn went back. It was a tie game. He went back to catch it at the wall. Bounced off his glove over oh, the wall. That sucks. Yeah. Florida advances. Um, so it seems to me, Lou, that uh, Oregon State are the team to beat. Uh, is that correct coming into this? Well, you know what? It just literally minutes ago, the guys at VEASAN sent me the odds for the College World Series. And Florida's the chalk at 3-1, to one, rightfully so. Uh, they've been to Omaha seven of the last nine years, the last four straight, and they're the defending champs. And I wanted Florida to come the chalk because I'm not going to use them. Uh, at all, but to answer your question on Oregon State, they're the next in line at seven to two, and I would tell you right now, uh, I took Oregon State at the beginning of the Super Regionals just last weekend to win the College World Series at three to one. So if I liked them back then at three to one, I really like them at seven to two for a number of reasons. Number one, they have two ace pitchers. Last year, Oregon State came to the College World Series, the chalk, and uh, they had a pitcher that had some issues come up in the press, uh, and the issues were so dire, and Omaha being a family market, it was a perfect storm that the long and the short of it was the young kid, Luke Heimlich, didn't get to pitch in the College World Series, and Oregon State had to go and compete in the College World Series without their best player. That's a year behind them now. Uh, Heimlich's going to start this first game. Oregon State is a monster in every single category that I track, and I track unusual categories for the College World Series. This is not a monster gorilla ball home run hitting affair. Rather, you got to be able to pitch. you got to be able to field. you got to sacrifice bunt, move runners over, steal bases, and play small ball. In fact, I put more premium on doubles than I do home runs. And Oregon State, oh, by the way, hit 155 doubles this year, more than 30 more than the next team. Great breakdown. SEC is uh, dominating uh, here coming into the World uh, Series. They've got three teams. 
in Arkansas, Florida, and Mississippi State. So um, we'll take a quick break. Uh, Hang in here, Lou. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back on the other side. We'll continue our uh, College Baseball World Series conversation. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Uh, You want a chance to win two tickets to a 2018 World Series game? Go to DailyRoto.com, DKMS. You're going to find a link to a free DFS baseball contest every day. Contest sponsored by DKMS. We're looking for your help in a fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. Find out how you can help and play free DFS contests with a shot of winning two tickets to a 2018 World Series game. And if you want some great pitchers, tune in to Lineup Block Live. And if you want some great uh, hitters, then I don't know. Follow Drink Drew Drew Dinkmeyer and sign up at Daily Roto because I can't help you. Maybe Cam can. Go to DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. That's DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. All right, we're talking College Baseball World Series uh, with Lou. So, Lou, the Florida Gators are the favorites, you say. Lines just posted in Vegas. Uh, Florida Gators, 47 and 19. They get uh, Texas Tech. Uh, we've got Arkansas versus Texas in here. The Washington Huskies, 35 and 24. Technically, they've got the worst record of any team uh, in the in the World Series right now. They play Mississippi State at 37 and 27. So, look, North Carolina, 43 and 18. It looks like Oregon State have a favorable bracket here as well, getting the winner of Mississippi State and Washington if they can get past the Tar Heels. Yeah, it's it, it, Oregon State does the, the Oregon State North Carolina winner is going to be in real advantageous position, and and really when you look at the College World Series, step one is you have to look at the bracket. You must understand how this tournament works, and the tournament works such that. If you can win your first two games, for instance, the games on Saturday, Washington, Mississippi State, Oregon State, North Carolina. If Oregon State were to pass North Carolina, then win against the winner of Mississippi State and Washington on Monday, they rest their arms and don't play again until Friday. Meanwhile, the teams that have to vie in the loser's bracket have to play two or three games to get to that Friday. They use all their pitchers. So there's tremendous premium on winning those first two games. And really, Oregon makes the toughest draw because uh, they're ranked number three. 
North Carolina ranked number six. So that's the those are two teams in the top eight. That's going to be a whale of a ball game. But in the other side of that bracket, Washington and Mississippi State. Mississippi State is a team that's that was fifteen and fifteen in the SEC. And that sounds pretty mediocre, but you got to understand the SEC is a murderer's row of baseball prowess. I mean, if you put Auburn in this tournament, they belong. And so Mississippi State against a team in Washington that this is their first College World Series trip, Washington spent everything to get here, and I don't think they're going to have much against Mississippi State when they get here. And at 8-1, to one, Mississippi State, I think, wins that first game. And if they strike lightning in a bottle and get past the second game, that's your long-shot flyer for the College World Series, even though I've already said that Oregon State's my choice in that side. On the other side... Florida is a team that started the season just on a torrid pace. However, they finished the season 9-9 nine and nine in their last 18 games, struggled in the regionals and super regionals, and quite honestly, in the SEC tournament, uh, Arkansas, on the other side of the bracket, beat them 8-2. to So I think Florida's right, and I think Arkansas on that side is the SEC team that's going to come through that bracket. And I look for Arkansas to face Oregon State and maybe an outside shot that Mississippi State surprises in that bracket as a long shot. Let's, let's talk about the Texas Longhorns. That's I was going to say. Roger Clemens' kid's a monster. Yeah, Cody Clemens uh, hit his fifth home run of the postseason to propel the Longhorns uh, to a victory over Tennessee uh, Tech. Are, are Texas alive? You know, the, the, these games are always crazy, man. And there's, it's such a fine line between wins. It's not like the college basketball where there's certain teams are way better than others it's baseball but what about the texas longhorns uh, lou what's your thought on this team coming into the tournament uh texas lost their longtime coach a friend of mine honestly a guy named augie garrido he uh he died unexpectedly this past year this whole year has kind of been a tribute to him uh from texas it's my belief that texas has completely overachieved to get here this far. Thus far, um, they're pretty average in most of the criteria that I that I track, which is team ERA. They're the third highest at 4.09. They have a high WHIP. They 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 allow a lot of walks. I think this is a good matchup for Arkansas. Now let's also understand Arkansas and Texas. Two old Southwest Conference teams. They played in March. Two games in the middle of the week. Arkansas scored uh, more than 20 runs and won both of those games. I think Texas and the University of Washington are going to be the, the two teams that go two and barbecue, as they say in Omaha. And that means you win, a, you play two games, and then you go out and eat barbecued ribs. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you that. So what what is the format, Lou? How many games can you lose before you're out? And is there is there sort of that like um that saving wild card game? Like how does it uh or like, you know, the losers game to you know, how how do you get eliminated? How many games do you lose to get eliminated? Two games and you're out? How does it work? So there's two brackets and each bracket is a double elimination between the four teams in the bracket. And that's why if you can win your first two the other three teams are doing everything they can do just to get to the point 
where they have a chance to play the undefeated team, and then they have to win the first game so that now both teams have one loss. Then they have to win a second game. Running through the loser's bracket is not very easy to do. So there is uh, a loser's bracket, exactly, yeah. So you get a chance, you lose a couple side. of games, you get one last chance, yeah. No, you you lose two, you're gone. As soon as you lose your second, you're gone. So uh, the key is you can lose one, but then you got to work the hard way through, and you better have some pitching depth because by the time Friday comes, uh, you know, you you got uh, the second string shortstop out there throwing a few pitches. Um, I will say this, though, the, the, as you mentioned earlier, that Oregon State bracket is favorable. That's the easier bracket because Mississippi State and Washington are not ranked in the top 25. Uh, if, if you look at the other side, Texas ranked 12th, Arkansas 8th, Texas Tech 15th, Florida 1st. That's a little more wide open of a bracket, and that's why I kind of like Arkansas in there a little bit. The coach for Arkansas used to coach Nebraska. Everybody in Omaha will be wearing hog hats. <laughs> Your Augie was he? He was the guy Lou who was uh, he? Didn't he build that Cal State Fullerton program back he, in the day? He built the he built the Cal State Pro, uh, Fullerton program into into what it is now, and then he went to Texas after Texas. Oh, they had a skinny little manager that when I was a kid, uh, oh, I'm going to forget his name, but they had an iconic baseball manager, and Texas was in the College World Series every year. Then in about the middle 80s to the to, till maybe middle of 2000s, they fell off the map and were nothing. Augie Garrido went from Cal State Fuller to, to Texas and revived that program back to the national prominence that it experienced is today. And that's why this team is, is totally invested in playing and offering their best efforts for that great gentleman. So the one team that we haven't talked about, and we've talked about the Beavers, we've talked about the Tar Heels, the Bulldogs of Mississippi State, Washington Huskies. Um, uh, you mentioned Arkansas. And uh, they're back in the College Baseball World Series for the first time since 2015 and how good the SEC is. We talked about Texas. The one team we haven't talked about is the Red Raiders. Texas Tech uh, comes in here with a 44-18 and uh, record, Lou, which is a pretty impressive record. It is a real impressive record. Texas Tech has also been to the College World Series three of the last five years. Uh and they just had uh, they they've had a tough time when they got there. So I know they're focused and motivated. Uh, that said, it's hard to play monster ball and bash ball in Omaha because the stadium is huge. The wind blows into the batter's teeth, and Texas Tech doesn't pitch very well. And uh, they 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 offer the most walks per nine of anyone in the field. Their fielding is the least in the field and so while they can smash home runs and try and win using the long ball that doesn't work in omaha and i have real reservations uh on on whether they'll be able to get too far into this tournament uh, drawing florida in the first game uh that may be the one area maybe they can catch the florida gators a little bit right but texas tech got its hands full I got to tell you, that's some great insight. Seriously. You're breaking down the wind, the wind, and uh, hard hitting it out of the park. And uh, you know, it's a great point that you raised too, Lou. I like what you were talking about with Oregon State 
uh, being a gap uh, team. You know, like it's if you're counting on home runs, it's tough to, to rely on power once you get to Omaha. Uh, but if you know you're you're a doubles hitting team, you hit the ball into the gap. Uh, line drive hitting team, you can have some success uh, here. Some great insight you're sharing with us, Lou, about this World Series. No, I appreciate it, but you know that's what I I track on base percentage. I I track sacrifice bunts, scoring, uh, stolen bases a game because slugging and home runs, while they're important, they don't mean as much as a team that can manufacture runs. And one thing I will say in Texas Tech's favor is they are very very good at manufacturing runs. Sounds like Lou's database is pretty full there, Gabe. College World Series. How long does it tell you? Like, we talked to Mark Lawrence, Lou. Like, when you're doing these things and put them in the supercomputer, like, how long does it take, you know, to break it down, to get all the stats? Like, how much work do you put into it? You know, uh, when it comes to actually writing it down, I just take last year's body because each year I have to talk about the size of the stadium, how the wind blows, um, you know, the teams that have, are returning. But uh, it takes me time to do this. Uh, and considerable time, but I love to do it because I don't want to come and speak to you and your listeners and not have something worthy to present. Uh, It's a reflection on me, and I also like to be right, and it's hard to be right if you don't put the time in. Lou! Gamblue.com. Great insight as always, uh, Lou. We appreciate your time, sir. And... um... Uh, we hope you enjoyed a baseball game tomorrow. I enjoyed the game last night because I was on the Arizona Diamondbacks. They were down uh, 5 nothing, but they came back and won the game, Lou. Hey, good for those Diamondbacks, although I have the under 87 wins this year on them. I'll be looking to fade them tomorrow, but I, I can tell you tonight, up. Uh, tonight I took your... a little look at uh, Seattle Mariners. Yeah, oh, you did, huh? Brent, you're on the Mariners, too, I think. Yeah, I am on yep. the Mariners. I'm the right team. 18-5 and five in their last 23 games. What's the record, Lou, of the D-backs when you go to the game so far? Uh, you know, it's been pretty good, uh, only because I'm always on the other team. Now, the last time I went, we, I, it was Cincinnati, and I got my nose bloody. And I don't even – who do we play tomorrow? I don't even so, know who we Pitch, play. Pitch, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I'll be on the bus, and I'll probably be laying a little bit of a price. So what, you go to the game, but you bet against them every time you go? I, I would not go to any stadium in America and root for the home team. Wow. It would be impossible. I, 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 love, I love to be the guy in the stadium that when the whole group, the whole fans stand up and clap, that I'll get up and clap. I'm not a, I'm not a dick about it. But, but when, my, when, and when my team scores, I love to look around and just see everybody bitching and moaning. You know, Lou's a heel. Yeah, I didn't realize you were such a heel. That's uh, yeah. You know, it reminds me of uh, you guys. Pedro Martinez, great pitcher, obviously. You know, great one of the best pitchers of all time, Pedro Martinez. Uh, he was a very, very popular Montreal Expo player, and um, he got traded to the Boston Red Sox yep. uh, for Carl Pavano. Oh, and yeah. um, Pedro Martinez went back to Montreal for the first time, and. I actually had problems with a girlfriend that day, and it was one of these deals where if you go to the game, we're through. Ooh, ultimatum. Yeah, it was like sort of, yeah. I don't know why, what was going on, but it was, I blew yeah. something off pretty important that night to go see. I basically told her, listen, it's not negotiable. Pedro Martinez is coming back. I'm and, going to the damn game. 
So I went to the game, and it was Pedro Martinez uh, versus Carl Pavano. <laughs> Carl Pavano. <And laughs> I wasn't rich in that era, and I basically put, like, everything that I could afford to have, like 1200 bucks or whatever on the game. And uh, I swear to God, man, Carl Pavano pitched, like, a three-hitter or something. And I was the only one in Olympic Stadium. Everyone's, like, high-fiving. Expo's beating yeah. the Red Sox. Oh, what a game. Carl Pavano <laughs> out to Pedro Martinez. Unbelievable, man. I was like, God, that's just freaking great. Like, I'm almost in a belief you almost have to cheer for the home team. Me and Cam went to a CFL playoff game last year. We're like the only guys in the stadium with the visiting team. We ended up losing. And we had futures futures on the team that won the whole thing. After everyone's hugging and high-fiving, all these hot chicks are partying. We're like, we could have been part of that party, but we had to fade the local team. (laughs) I find it's better to bet on the home team and just hope for the best. I can't do it. I just, I just can't. Well, now listen. If I had, look for, if I had the Diamondbacks over in season wins, then that would be easier for me to consider. But I just can't. I, I, I just, it's hard for me to lay the price. I just want, I, I want to find a dog somewhere somehow. You're disciplined, Lou. That's that's hardcore right there, buddy. Yeah, more than you. You wanted to start betting golf parlays a second ago on our on, with uh, with the account. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Lou. I told you he's yeah. a successful realtor and gambler, and I have a mortgage of over two hundred thousand. Gabe, we'll just stick to Lou, Lou's advice. Well, if you got a mortgage over two hundred thousand, just keep making the payments because Mr. Cam, you just keep making those payments. You're going to own something sometime. Just be stupid and make that monthly check every every I, month. Uh, it burns my ass, but I do it, Lou. I do it. There you go. The place is falling apart, though. It is falling apart. I don't apart. know if the house will still be standing by the time all the payments are through. It needs a lot of work. <laughs> it'll it'll that, come. Was, Believe me, you own. if you have fee simple ownership in something, you're going to be fine. Just keep making the payments. Now, Cam, Cam will be, yeah, you're right. You'll be able to, you'll be able to cash out. Sell the house down the road and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm ahead of the game right now. It's just taking a long time. That's all. Bad money management. Well, th- you know what, Cam? A drop of water against a rock made the Grand Canyon, brother. So just stay with it. I got faith in you. Thanks, Lou. Well, that's a Lou makes me feel better. Like that's great. He's inspirational. I make you feel worse. Yes, you think? <laughs> Lou builds you up. Yeah, that's right. You tear me down. Any other? Uh, you want to? You got? We got about thirty seconds here, Lou. Anything else you want to uh, build Cam up on the way out? No, no. Hey, I, I just all I'll say is let me know the next. I, I got to get to Toronto, but the next time you guys come to the Southwest, let me know um, if that's at the end of August. I'm not going to be uh, up in Vegas. We need to hook up again. Yeah, yeah, I'll be, part speaking, two. I'll be speaking at the Golden Nugget August 24th and uh, 25th. Lou, thanks for your time. Enjoy the baseball game. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk some DFS on the other side.